Hello and thanks for joining us here at Cathedral of Faith Church for our podcast. We pray that you're inspired by the message. Be sure to subscribe to hear new messages weekly. We appreciate your support. Enjoy the message. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity to proclaim your word. Speak to this people and those that view. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In the book of Ephesians, fourth chapter, verse one, a portion of it, therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you to walk worthy of the calling, the calling with which you were called. I want to talk to you this morning from the thought, embrace your call. Amen. Embrace your call. You may be seated. Embrace your call. For the next three weeks, we shall be considering a series entitled, The Call of God on Our Lives. The Call of God on Our Lives. The Apostle Paul writes this concern in his letter to the Ephesians. And we've been studying that book in our Bible study. Paul knew that it was such a high calling, there was a chance that they might not esteem it sufficiently. So he says, walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. Walk worthy of it. I raise this concern today. We have a calling of the Lord on our lives. I don't care who you are, there is a calling of God on your life. Regardless of where you are in life's journey. Regardless of it, you might be saved, you may be half saved, you may be sometimes up, you may be most of the time down. That doesn't matter. Today, in this message, you have a calling of God on your life. The fact that you are listening to me means you have a call. You have a call. God has singled you out. He has chosen each of us to respond to the call, but it's up to us. I say it's up to us. God doesn't force anything on us. In fact, in his word, he says, whosoever will, let him come. Whosoever will, let him come. And to really bring home this concern of mine, the Holy Spirit has led me to choose two persons, one from the Old Testament, Moses, and Paul, the Apostle Paul from the New Testament, to help us get a handle on this thing to embrace the call of God on our lives embrace it embrace it Mm -hmm. I chose these two because they certainly are esteemed highly in God's word and uh, of course as we look at their lives we will see how this plays a part As we consider small bits of their story, it will help us to embrace fully the call of God on our lives. So my first point is this. The call of God is a revelatory experience. 
revelatory, the word revelation means that something that is not known becomes known. And of course, God is in the business of revealing. Uh, He's a revealing God. The call remains hidden in God's perfect will until he discloses it. We, we really don't know the call of God on our lives until he reveals it. We decide what we want to do with our life. We decide where we want to go, where we want to live. Don't we? Don't we? You, we, you made some decisions that you regret, and I have too. And you made some that were good. But I want to say to you and to all that listen... That God is initiating calls on our lives even when we don't realize it. Somebody say, I'm I'm too busy doing what I want to do. Yeah, that's a good confession. Doing your own thing. Amen. But, but, But God reveals himself through his call. Yes, in both Moses and Paul... Neither one of them knew God until God called them. I said they really didn't know God until God called them. Moses, of course, uh, grew up in Pharaoh's uh, time. And Pharaoh was God for the people were concerned. But, but, But Moses killed the man. Killed the man trying to keep him from abusing one of the Israelites. And he had to go on the run. And that run lasted for 40 long years. He didn't know God. And then everything changed one day. He saw a burning bush that was not consumed. And he decided to take a little closer look at this. And when he got too close, he heard God speaking. Pull off your shoes, Moses. Because the ground that you're standing on is holy ground. And then there was Saul, who later became Paul. He's on his way to Damascus to put the saints in prison, bring them back and bound because they're following this man called Jesus. He didn't know Jesus. All he knew is, I got a job to do and I'm going to do it. He had been instrumental in holding the coats of those who stoned Stephen. But yeah, he's marching down Damascus roads and all of a sudden a light shines from heaven and he falls on his face. And he hears the voice. Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? And he says, well, who are you? He says, I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus who you persecute. And then he says something that's tremendous. He says, Lord, what do you want me to do? Not not no longer what I want to do. What do you want me to do? Let me tell you, when the call of God comes to us, we need to ask God, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? He wants you to do something. That you haven't been doing. 
He's got some doors that he wants to open for you that have not yet been opened. He's got some ways for you that have not yet been made. But you got to ask him, Lord, what is it? Why? Why this call? What is it that you want me to do? He's talking to Jesus. Hebrew name Yeshua. Meaning the Lord, our salvation. The first thing I want to do for you, man, is I want to deliver you. I want to turn you around. You don't know what I got in store for you, but I know what I got in store for you. Let me tell you something. You don't know all that God has in store for you. Yes, yes. He gives it to us a little bit at a time because we can't take it. All at one time. I said all at one time. If he, if he showed everything, your, your head would get too large. You'd, you'd have a problem with your mind. He said, but that book is shut there. But he says, if you listen to my call today, if you'll just listen to what I want to do for you today, I, I, I'll take care of your tomorrows. Hallelujah. I'll take care of your tomorrows. Because you're going to find out who I really am. Moses didn't know who God was, so he asked God, what is your name? So all, all the deities have special names. What, what, what am I going to tell the people? Who, who are you? He says, I'm Yahweh. I am who I am. I'm the self-existent one. You don't know me, but I've been here all the time. And now I'm getting ready to turn your life around. I'm getting ready to use you like I've never used you. Hallelujah. I got a job for you. I got a responsibility for you. I got some people that need to be delivered, and that's your call. Hallelujah. And Moses said, wait a minute, I can't answer that call. You don't know me. You don't, you don't know what I've done. I'm, I'm on the run. One thing about God, he says, I don't care what you've done. I can turn your life around. I can make a way for you. I can open a door for you. I can bring you out. You're looking at your today. You're looking at your yesterday, but I'm looking at your tomorrow. Somebody ought to lift their hand and say, thank God he's looking at my tomorrow. Hallelujah. That's what forgiveness is all about. He says, I will forgive you for your yesterday. I will forgive you for your today if you allow me to take you to your tomorrow. I got a job for you to do. Will you embrace the call that I have? I know it's beyond your expectation. My God, you don't you don't have any idea, man, what I'm getting ready to do with you. You you have not held up that rod and opened the Red Sea yet. You don't know what I'm gonna do with, with you. And I say to you, my brothers and sisters, you don't know what God wants to do for you. You're looking at where you are now, you're looking at what you're going through now. But God is saying to you, I got something else that I want to reveal to you. I want to show you some things that you haven't seen yet. I want to take you some places you haven't been yet. I want to take you to a level that you have not gone to yet. Somebody asked the Lord, said, Lord, take me higher. Uh, don't, 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 don't let me stay down here in the low ground of pity. Take me higher, Lord. I hear you calling me. Take me higher. Hallelujah. Moses must deliver Israel from bondage. Paul must become the apostle to the Gentiles and write 14 books of the New Testament because I give him Hebrews too. Amen. I believe he wrote them all. 
What an awesome responsibility both of them men had. And they didn't know it yet. They had to embrace the call. They had to start somewhere. I want to tell you, we all have to start somewhere. I remember a young man that was 22 years old. Thought he had it all together. He had finished college, had a BS degree in physics, had an assistantship to go to Howard University. I remember that young man. He thought he was going to go there and party and have a good time and make that, get that master's degree in physics. And then all of a sudden, things begin to change. He heard a call. And you know, the call was sort of stifled him and he said wait a minute it's bad enough for me to be on my way to hell and I was told about all those that were going to miss heaven because of me oh I'm talking about me right I heard the call brothers and sisters if you get the book you'll read it and you'll see it I heard a call that changed my life I had no idea what God had in store you have no idea of what God wants to do with your life. But you have to embrace the call. You got to start somewhere. And then if you've been living for him for a while, he's got more. He's got more for you. You ain't got there yet. You might be saying all I've been through, that's it. No, 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 no. He's got more for you yet. The call of God reveals to us who we really are. We really don't know ourselves until he calls us. I say we don't know ourselves. You think you know yourself because you look in the mirror every day and that's who you see. And you say, I feel this way and I feel that way and I think I'm going to do this and I think I'm going to do that. You don't know yourself until you get a revelation from God. He can speak to you and tell you some things about yourself that you never knew. Some of it's good and some of it is not so good. He'll tell you about those things that are good and he'll tell you about those things that he wants to change. And you have to embrace both of them. God, I'm not what I want to be. But I want to be what you want me to be. Unfortunately, some people live all their lives. And I'm not talking about non-church folk. I'm talking about church folk like you. And never embrace the call of God on their lives. They spend a life of complaining and coming short. Thinking about the mistakes they've made. Moses could have done that. He could have spent 40 more years in self-pity. I killed a man. Saul, who became Paul, he could have done that. He had held the coats of those who stoned Stephen. He persecuted 
the children of God. But later on, he would say, I am what I am. I'm the least of the apostles because I persecuted the children of God. But by the grace of God, by the grace of God, I am what I am. I can say that. By the grace of God, I don't know where I would be today if it had not been for the grace of God. His unmerited favor catches up with us when we embrace his call. When we say yes. It was Bishop Mason who was the founder of the Church of God in Christ who taught the saints to sing yes Lord. Yes Lord. They came out Song, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. What does that mean? Yes, Lord. You, what do you want me to do? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm willing. Thank you, Jesus. And see, when we say yes to God, He reveals our need for Him and what He wants to do for us. Makes no difference how many foolish mistakes we may have made. It's time to say yes to God. Lord, I need you. Moses, 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 you're on the run. You're on the run, Moses, but God is saying, I'm going to change your life because I got something for you to do. My people are in bondage. And I want you to go talk to Pharaoh. Tell him to let my people go. Moses said, I can't speak. God says, who made your mouth? Hallelujah. And then he finally gave him Aaron. Because he wouldn't take no for an answer. Because the need was too great. Let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters. We're in the 21st century, and the need is so great. God is looking for somebody. You're not perfect. You made mistakes. Maybe you're not even born again, but God is calling you. He's calling you. He's calling you. Folk, folk, maybe they have written you off because of what you have done. But I'm so glad that God is not like people. Lord have mercy. People will talk about you. Run you down. Say you'll never be nothing. But God said that's who I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody who the world has written off, but I'm getting ready to use them. I'm getting ready to pick them up. I'm getting ready to turn them around. I'm getting ready to set them free. Hallelujah. All I want you to do is to embrace the call. Say, Lord, if you need somebody, here am I. Send me. Hallelujah. 
I'm not ready yet, but I embrace the call. I, I, I hear you calling me. I hear you calling me. And I found out that God will use ordinary people. I say he uses ordinary people. You may not have the right pedigree. You may not be from the right side of the tracks. But God says, I don't care. I use ordinary people. I use people that are running. Doing the wrong thing. Going in the wrong direction. Because when I turn them around, I'll get the glory. When I turn them around, I'll get the glory. They'll, They'll say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Is there anybody in the house can say that? If it it had not been for the Lord, if it had not been for the Lord, I wouldn't be here. But I heard him when he called me. I'm so glad. I'm so glad he called me. Mm. I didn't get to Washington, D.C. to do what I wanted to do. But I'm so glad that he turned me around. Somebody picked me up and put my feet on solid ground. He put a new song in my mouth. He put joy in my heart. I didn't hang up on him when he called. I know it was long distance because I was a long ways from him. But I heard him call my name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody said, hush, hush. Somebody is calling my name. Somebody is calling my name. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. What shall I do? It sounds, sounds like Jesus calling my name. It sounds like Jesus calling my name. And I'm saying, Lord, about you. Enemies might plan your fall, but if God is with you, if God is with you, one will chase a thousand, and two will put ten thousand to flight. If God is on your side, you'll be alright. You'll be alright. Can you say yeah?
feet if you will. Thank you, Jesus, for the call. Embrace it. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It bows for a moment. If God is calling you, don't hang up. Thank you, Jesus. Don't put him on hold. You're blessed. He's picked you out. He's chosen you. Thank you, Jesus. You may not know him, but he knows you. He knows all about you. Knows everything you've been through. There's somebody listening tonight, today rather, that needs Christ in their lives. And God is calling you now. As somebody else, you, you, you've gotten slack. You're not close to the Lord like you used to be. And God is calling you. And then there's somebody else. God is ready to take you to another level. He's got something else in store. He wants to reveal it to you. He's just waiting for you to embrace it. You've heard from him before. But he's calling again. Will you answer? Will you embrace it? Thank you so much for tuning in to this message from Cathedral of Faith Church. If this message blessed you or you gave your heart to Jesus Christ, we would love to hear about it. You can do that by staying connected with us through our website, cofcogic.com, or on social media via Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Until next time, God bless.